Hello everybody, John Crowley, the Wandering Alchemist here, welcoming you back to our first chapter of Agents of Farsight, titled, Of Robots and Zombies. Our heroes have just gotten their first mission, and they're on their way to the 10th realm, the Realm of Machines, to find out what happened to two missing agents. Before that, though, I want to thank Eldritch Essences for helping develop some unique candles special to our campaign that we got to light during our sessions. I also want to remind you to stay tuned after the show for information on how you can contact us, as well as more information on that giveaway I mentioned last week. For now, though, let's head back to our players and find out how they're doing in Agents of Farsight. Welcome to the second episode of Agents of Farsight. This is our first session post-bathroom break. Uh, I am John Crowley, the Wandering Alchemist, here with my players who will give a much briefer introduction of their characters now. Hey everyone, I am Red, also known as the Untamed Scribe, and I am playing Dr. Charlotte Chipman, also known as Charlie or Chip, with my stuffed animal friend Waffles, and we are the healer of the group. I'm, yes, we. The collective we. <laughs> the uh, my name is Nick. I'm playing Aelin. Um, I am, for all intents and purposes, a an angel. A mortal um, angel. A mortal angel. Um, and I'm somewhere between being a healer and a caster, depending on the moment. Utility DPS. Yeah. yeah. For those who play World of Warcraft, she's a laser, laser budgie. Mm-hmm. She can resurrect you, she can heal you, but she usually is. she shoots lasers. No big deal. Don't worry about it. And then Aaron? Well, I'm Aaron. Uh, I play cool. Wilma Overdottle. I am a garden gnome and atomic warlock. She's not really a garden gnome. I am gnome. a garden gnome. She's a gnome obsessed with garden gnomes. <laughs> because some horrible incident left that as the last image of what happened. Sidebar on Obsessed. that. <laughs> Sidebar on that. Since I'm from Earth, I would know exactly what she's trying to do. Yes. Okay. Well, you'd recognize it. Yeah, at least. Okay. But so, as I'm just, just curious. I be- you trained yourself in psychology, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So you also recognize obsession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also know it's well-founded obsession based yes. on her backstory. So Yes. Knowing what and I know about her. as paranoid grandma... You just let it go. I do. I do. Yep, it's not worth uh, trying to. In fact, you probably probably prefer her to be a garden gnome than to meet whatever (laughs) gifted her with the sight of a garden gnome. Exactly. (laughs) And you drew your helmet. Yes, no one heard that on the recording this time. I'm really proud of it, though. It's a pot helmet that's stylized to look like an actual upside-down flower pot that is cracked and has a bronze flower, quote-unquote, growing out of it. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Um, also, her uh, mall warhammer, her warhammer, what? It's, not, it's not as big as our good doctor's uh, hammer. But she likes to be excessive. You have uh, what do you have as your weapon? She has a warhammer, war and I have is, them all. Hers is stylized in the shape of like a flower. Fucking Daisy coming to fuck your day up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grandma, don't don't touch that. Mm-mm. No, she doesn't worry about it. Just watch over until you. Grandma pulls. A- <laughs> now, um, I don't think we talked about this, but your hammer space power. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. For all intent and purposes, unless you maneuver your side pack, mm-hmm. uh, you carry your maul around on your back or in your hand. Oh. Unless okay. you want to spend power points to hide it in a hammer space. Hammer space costs one power point. It lasts an hour. You can spend an additional power point to make it last an hour. And depending on the initial roll, you can hide your hammer plus or minus other items in that space. Okay. And when you cast it, you can choose where that space is. It might be just, like, a space you reach behind your back. Mm-hmm. It might, like, you reach into your glove, a pocket on your jacket, wherever you want, but it's temporary. Your bag has a permanent one. Okay. But you have other stuff in it. Okay. So unless you decide to So keep... this is an extra hammer space, if I were to think about it that yeah, way. Yeah, you okay. can create temporary, gotcha. like, hammer spaces, but... Got it, got it. Can I hide uh, in the hammer space? Can not she safely. pull me out of her Not pocket? safely, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only only <laughs> another animated organism <laughs> could safely hide in a hammer space. So okay. you're saying I could, but I might die. Yes. I'm into it. Let's put me in the hammer um, space. But, um, if you want to rearrange your your shoulder bag, yeah. you can put your hammer in there. You're just going to have to like take put your umbrella somewhere else or one of your sets of clothes somewhere else. Okay. Like most efficiently and most accessibly your hammer is on your back. Okay. We have um we have uh, rooms and whatever at the way in, right? Like, that's where we're li- we uh, live. You, you would probably have, um, at this point, um, a dorm. Okay, yeah. Inside gotcha. yeah. of, like, cool. deep inside the far site. Because the complex on your map um, is relatively small, but that's just the exposed one. There are multiple levels underneath. You probably have dorms under there. Um, a suite. Nothing extravagant. Like, okay. three small bedrooms. A washing, like, uh, uh, bathroom. Yeah. Uh, a washing unit. <laughs> yeah. A small living space. And <laughs> I like, thought he meant, like, laundry. That's why I said that. And, like, a sure tiny kitchen. <laughs> you know, like, basically, like, an okay college dorm for three. Hey, we have our own bedrooms. So yeah. Like... Um, but as agents, you would have access to that. Okay. So, like, you could keep stuff there. Okay, no worries. All right, yeah. So, we're we're good for now. I've yeah. got what I've got on me. We're Generally, on your person, your hammer's on your back, unless we decide to start carrying things otherwise. Okay. All right. Let's fucking go. So yesterday, mm-hmm. you guys received an envelope with your first mission, finally, to go to Metreon and investigate the disappearance and non-contact of two agents who were investigating disturbances. You don't know what disturbances. They were supposedly in the exclusion zone of uh, an area of Metreon, which is a zone which contains infected replicants and robots, which have a combination of the replicant worm virus and the Z14 virus, <clears throat> which means all organic and mechanical organisms are attacked and infected to be to propagate this virus. Essentially, it is a combination of nanites replacing organisms and Mechanical creatures becoming zombies. The exclusion zone is surrounded by EMPs. They were investigating that area. You don't know if they ever made it into that area. They might not have. But it's your job to find out how far they got and what happened to them. First and foremost. You've also been tasked with bringing back any other information beyond related. um, And you have a contact there. You also have monetary assets should you need them. 
slash should you be able to figure out how to use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as this is your first mission, you've probably been briefed on what a credit card is. Um, and um, yesterday you researched, today's the day you leave. I have hands being raised. <laughs> Aaron slash Wilma, you raised yours first. What would you like to say? What's an EMP? Uh, electromagnetic pulse. Uh, depending on the strength of an EMP, it could shut down an electrical machine, or it could harm an organism. Usually it doesn't harm organisms. Mostly it interrupts electrical signals. Um, modern cars, it would stop because their starters are not mechanical, they're electrical. Um, so you wouldn't be able to start. Older cars, uh, and any manual car, you'd be able to push start still if it was hit with an EMP. Um... Depending on how strong it was and where it hit, it would cause massive brownouts, blackouts, um, that kind of thing. It all depends on how strong it is, how persistent it is, um, and what it hits. In terms of Metreon, it is an EMP fence, essentially. It is constantly producing an EMP uh, field and pulse, so that anything that tries to get beyond it is smacked by that, which means that a replicant would probably the equivalent of die. It would dissociate into its nanites. As far as you know, you don't know what would happen to a robot, but a robot is a little bit more complicated. They might temporarily shut down. Depends how, like, how where in the fence they went through. A organism could go through it. Uh, would probably feel weird and get a little nauseous, um, but wouldn't die. Like, uh, because the way the, the, an organism's bodies work, like, it's chemical. It's an electrical signal, but it's all about salts and stuff. So, like, an EMP doesn't really affect your brain. Okay. There are theories that it will, but it would have to be pretty strong and really affect you physically more than electrically, which is the focus of an EMP. Okay. My question has to do with before we leave in yes. the mission statement. It says, return or send word after 10 days cycle via way in. Well, we know how to do that already. Uh, the way to do that is however you see fit. The 10-day cycle is the cycle on which your entrance exit to right. um, Dorley exists. Right. Once and, every 10 days. And my question is for that like is it in the same spot like that yes. we, okay that's what i wanted yes. to know on a 10 okay. day cycle whether you return through it or whether you return and leave a note i got it or you return and head there and come back, back. however okay. you choose that that's your window of opportunity to do it cool okay just checking before we left and um that we would as a reminder that. the other two agents have missed two cycles right they're supposed to send word back updates, whatever. It's been 20 days. Yeah. Nothing. And which is super odd from what And that's why out. you guys are getting sent out. Let's fucking go! <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. I'm ready. <clears throat> ready, Grandma? What'd you call me? Grandma. That's not my name. What did you... Why would you say that? Because you're my grandma. Wilma, we need to have a discussion. Would you mind being so my grandma? innocent, so offended? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think about it because I know her psychiatric state. <laughs> Should I roll so to know if it would like break her if I said no? 
Uh, it probably wouldn't, but it'd probably do her good to say yes, especially since you do, even though you don't look like it, mm-hmm. you know how old you are. Yeah, and you I know. Do, you I do know. talk and act like one. Oh, yeah. And, and so looking in her eyes, I just kind of know that, like, yeah. this would mean something to her, like, actually yeah. mean something to you her. You don't want to, but, like, it'd be good for her. Okay. I take your hand. <laughs> of course you can. Oh, Grandma. All right, let's go. I'm, like, so excited. I know you are, Wilma. We're gonna get there, sweetie. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Lynn, you ready? <laughs> Aylin, Aylin, breathe for me. Breathe for me. I'm ready. All Let's right. Go. And we make our way to the... Uh-uh. Okay. So you guys Exit. make your way to the weigh-in. Uh, you go through the main ground floor lobby. Uh, Poe waves to you. Um, good luck. Thanks, Poe. Thank you. Bye, buddy. Um, and you head down a, a very short hallway that enters into, like, a... What's the word for it? It's not the word I want to use, but, like, a mudroom, essentially. Atrium? No, like a little entryway. A parlor? Parlor kind of works. It's maybe five by five feet. No, All like, right, cool. there's, like, the door to the outside and then the hallway inside. Like It's a space, guys. <laughs> yeah. The main feature of the space is that... We're in a human closet. There are a handful of grates in the floor. Mm-hmm. And you know, having experienced the, your first moments coming through the way in, uh, that oftentimes people, their stomachs get a little upset, their first transposition moment. They lose their cookies. It's you, okay to say it. They lose their cookies. The and there are there are us. there are grates in the floor just in case. Um, just in case. The only other feature is of like a small like ticket booth style window with a old hunched over turtle man with big glasses and just this huge room behind him. Like it just goes on, and there's coat racks and shelves and boxes. This window, the old shell, as Poe called him, is known to you as Tekrin Snapjaw, keeper of the door to the way in. Uh, behind him is just this enormous room with row upon row of cloak, jacket, hat, boxes of things. He hands out temporary keys, as they are, tend to be called. Keys are... The small runestones, each of you have a full key, a permanent key, attuned to your home realm, embedded wherever you've decided to place it on your body. We can discuss that later. Generally, it's up near, like, the chest-shoulder area. It's implanted? Magically so. Like, you can kind of will it out and push it in. It's so that you can't lose it. It would have to be very forcibly taken from you to give you every ounce of defense of your innate abilities. So it's basically in a flesh pocket. Yes, but you want it in a flesh pocket. Because if it was like the temporary ones, Mm -hmm. if you lose it or someone takes it... It's okay. And you're not in your home realm, Uh you can't use your magic. Oh, shit. You can't use your natural abilities unless they are... For lack of a better analogy, unless you're Batman. Batman is smart and technical. He uses the tools he has on hand. He can go anywhere and do it. Your atomic magic will not work 
anywhere the same way without your key. Not Batman equals flesh pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Get it. That's the equation. Uh, Your divine magic, from what you've seen in your training, might have some effects in various realms. That's Aelin, by the way, that he's talking to. Because there are divine beings there that may co-align with your insights. Your cartoon abilities, Charlotte, Mm -hmm. will not work anywhere except there without your key. Right. Um, The more unique your... Abilities? Your realm's cosmological... Bullshit. <laughs> are. Or Sorry. bullshit. Or bullshit, depending well, on who you, you are. If you want to use layman terms. <laughs> you want to get logical bullshit up in yeah. here? Get on Wilma's level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the more unique it is, uh, the more unlike anything else it is, the less of it there are, the, the harder it is for you to utilize it without your key. Gonna but your key allows out. you to pretend like you're home. I have to figure out where the flesh pocket is. That will gross me out the least. You, Probably it, my foot. It's not like surgically. It's kind of like it just <laughs> kind of phases into where you keep it. Okay. Can I keep it in my foot? And given training, foot, yeah, but it's not the best place. Why? Because of all the things for you to survive happening, but not be great. Like losing a hand or a foot is like pretty high on the scale. And if you lose a foot or a hand, you don't want to also lose your strongest attributes. All right, we'll, we'll play. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why most people do torso, because if you yeah. lose your torso, you're dead anyways. Besides the fact that, think about it this way, even if you put it in your foot, like, you're altering your physicality. So, like, you could have walked for a limp for months and then finally walk okay because you had to get used to it. Like, it's just better if it's, like... Somewhere and you don't really you, well. You don't feel it though. Yeah. It it just phases. So it, like be, it mold. It's magical. You you understand it very well. It's like a magical. It's almost like an enchantment. Like physically, it's not there once it's part of you. It, so like, I can like tuck it up in my hairline. Like, yeah, you could put it in your scalp. Yeah. Yeah. That's there where you go. it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sitting right between your brain and your yep. your skull. Up. But like move my head real fast. I can feel it. Sure. Yeah, okay. It's canon. Let's go. <laughs> it's that canon. Freaks you out the least. Yes. Right? It's like, uh, gnomes. Right. <laughs> Just gnome things. Alright, let's yeah. move on. Like, I hate these flesh pockets, but in my skull and I shake my hand. It's fine. Well, there's like liquid up there. <laughs> okay. Wilma, we have to go. Grandma! <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Our friend Snapjaw just takes his spectacles and he looks over the edge and goes, Leaving anything? No, not this time. Good. And he turns around. Rude. And he turns back around. Sign out. And he turns back around. I start to sign out. I'm assuming we know the protocol for this. Yeah, there's this huge leather-bound tome. And no matter when you come or go... It always appears to be open to the middle. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many pages you turn to the left, mm-hmm. just, it's full of names. You said he, and, he... Sorry. Huh? You said he gave us something? No, he uh, asked He us did in the original game. 
He he gives like oh, he gave you that's temporary the key. keys. Yeah, but now but we you have, guys the permanent have keys. permanent ones. Okay, sorry. Um, and you guys haven't left anything with him, so he does nothing to return to you. Um, but no matter how far back you turn in the book, it's just name, name, name. You're always in the middle of the book. Hmm. And you turn one page over again, it's back at empty slots. Cool. You turn to the right, just empty page after empty page after empty page. Like this book, obviously magical. And you know, you've seen it happen on occasion. Snapjaw, you ask him something and give him a date or a person, he can open up to whatever page you need him to. You don't know you don't know how old he is. But he's been Around the block. Yeah, bookkeeping slash taking coats for a very long time. Um, he's the same as Pogue. Like we just don't know how old he is. He's older. Like like he's visibly old. Like Pogue mm-hmm. is like looks kind of old. Mm-hmm. Like and he's hunched and he's like no longer in his prime. Yeah. But the turtle, the Snapjaw is just like ancient. You look at him and you go, he's at least a millennium old. <laughs> right. Okay. No idea. There's the door. Bye, Zachran. Can we? Can you actually show us? Um, oh God! Where a couple of people, <laughs> <Close> the door? <laughs> where a couple of people signed out? I'm just curious. I'm just gonna start like flipping. This is, oh, agents never given. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Just Percival. Um. He turns. The, he turns the book around. He goes, "Yeah, Percival. You left two and a half weeks ago. No, math isn't so good. Like takes out a little." Pencil. I'm like, you know that it it was either 30 days ago or 40 days ago, whatever, but he's just doing the math. As much as he can open to the page, he's... 40 days ago. And the same with Dynamo Gamma 2? Yeah. Dyna came in 30 and left a note. Haven't heard from him since. What's the note? I don't know. I pass it on to Farsight. Whatever. I just, it's not my business to snoop. Would we have found that... Turns the book around. Would we have found that out when we were doing our research, though? No. We were you were doing research in a library. This and, is like... And we were told that there had been no word. There hadn't been in any word 20. for 20 days. And okay. he's so, saying 30 days given, ago. Given what Tekron is saying, they left 40 days ago. Got it. First cycle. Corresponded. Second cycle did not. Third cycle did not. Now here you are. Okay. Okay. All right, let's go. You just see him go back to like. Bye, Tech Doing whatever. This time he does. for real. <laughs> Thank you for the information. Ignores you. Oh, that's fine. I say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, us old people. <laughs> Crotchy. Grandma. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I get it. Your age difference makes you look younger than you are drawn <laughs> compared to Tekrin. We're not discussing this. <laughs> um, who goes to the door first? I'll go. Who's oh, wait, the, no. Who goes on the vomit train first? That probably you, because you're the tank, so no really, matter what we You guys have probably... First. I mean, you've seen a lot comings and goings, but you've probably only been through the door... Once. Once, unless you spent one time visiting your homeworld since then. I open the door politely for the other two to go through first. All right, so you first. I'll, I'll go, go first, second. Okay. I go through uh, All three of you can make me vigor rolls. Vigor. So oh, you roll yeah. your vigor dice and your wild die. I just need one of them. 
to get a four better. Uh, no. This one exploded. So 20. Awesome. Grandma <laughs> rolled Tell. a three as her high. <laughs> okay. So, Wilma, <laughs> Wilma, you go through and you're kind of hunched over and you're like... <sighs> but you're okay. Just deep breaths. Focus. You're like staring at a point, waiting for it to stop spinning. You kind of like put your hand to a wall to like, you know, mm-hmm. as you do when you're like, you got the spins. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't make any pukey noises. We won't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I will puke. Aelin, you step through. You're just fine. Like you don't even, your head doesn't spin nothing. You step through and you can see that you are coming out. Not of an alley, but, like, kind of a space between two um, shops. Okay. Um, on In, like, a city building. Okay. Um, so think, like, Boston or New York, where, like, they're not separate buildings, but it's so much as, like, huge buildings, little alleyway, multiple shops in each building. Okay. Um, like, it doesn't belong there. But, you know, if you're not, like, thinking about it it's or fine. noticing it... It's just another door. Right. Okay. Um, there are people walking up and down the street. It's pretty busy. The skyline, the buildings aren't huge. They're pretty big for where you come from, but from what you've heard, this is not a major city. Like, the biggest one has maybe six floors, okay. seven. There's no, what you've heard referred to as skyscrapers. There's nothing that big on the skyline. And the, the roads are kind of, like, in disrepair. They are, um, there's tarmac, but it is, there's holes, it's crumbling. The the cobbled sidewalk has, like, roots coming out of it and grass growing. Um, but it's warm. It's a kind of cloudy day. No one really seems to notice you. And you kind of look down. You don't look too different, as far as you can tell, but you see yourself in the reflection um, of, like, what the three of you in real life, would recognize as, like, a bus stop. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, that plexiglass, you you see your your reflection, and you have, like, the... Your wings are mechanically skeletal and have these, like, leather, um, strange material, almost like bat wings, um, to look. And you, you, like, reach back and feel, and close your eyes, and you can still feel the feathers, but, like... Here, they look like a machine that you're wearing. Okay. Um, Otherwise, you look pretty normal. Charlotte, you come through, Mm -hmm. like, just vomiting out of the side of your mouth. As I do, you hear this. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh, God! (laughs) In between. Yeah. You okay, Grandma? No! Uh, and after a few minutes, you can all recognize the surroundings. Um, is she the only one who looks different? No. Uh, Grandma, you look... <laughs> That's not my name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Charlie, you look um, roughly teenager-aged, um, a little older than you normally look, and a lot more real. Okay. But... Your your features are still a little more um, exaggerated. Okay. And your joints look articulated. Okay. Based on your your research and what you've heard of this world, you think you're like you probably look like an android. 
that oh. is made to look younger. Okay. Um, wow, look at you. I know, right? It's weird Grandma. because your features are exaggerated, but less animated as a result because it's mechanical. And normally you're very animated yeah. and very exaggerated. Right. But the animation has been brought down um, to a level. Um, but you look a little more real now. I mean, it's different, you know. It's not necessarily bad. It's just different. We should hurry this up, though. This is a little freaky. <laughs> uh, your reflection, Wilma, well, uh... <laughs> you, you still have the bright green hair. Your armor is doesn't look like it's metal anymore. It's kind of like this leathery fabric material. Very solid. Um... Yeah, like you can knock, knock on knock, it. Knock, knock. It doesn't make a knocking sound, but you can feel solidity to it. Hmm. And your helmet kind of looks like a hat, kind of like a helmet. Very bright, very strange. Hmm. Into it. Uh, essentially, you look, not that you would know this, but you look like some kind of weird... Like, bargain shopping, <laughs> I'm going to my first rave <laughs> um, yes. college student. Into like, it. You're, you're, you actually have, like, almost Kevlar-looking clothes, but you just kind of look, like... Confused? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hi! Look at you. Yeah, I mean, cool, you right? saw your wings, and right? Given, like, you felt that? Given like, yeah, the yeah, people yeah. on the street... Yeah, this is weird, huh? Uh, you all oh, look slightly out of place, but not extremely out of place. Um, <laughs> in fact, the most out of place you look is all three of you being together. You, uh, as a robot, Charlotte, just mm-hmm. look kind of... Uh, you could belong to anybody. Okay. Belong um, to anybody? That's, From what you've heard, most robots is, don't yeah. have self-awareness. Oh, Grandma! I'm... Y'all better... And you don't know how... You don't know... You know it's weird for robots to be self-aware, but you don't know how weird that would... If you act self-aware. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> Aelin, um... For looking around, uh, you kind of just look like... You look clean and wealthy like a lot of people. Most of those seem to be staying, are in groups or alone. Um, and then there's all varieties between you and Wilma. Um, but <clears throat> Wilma, there's like two or three that you see in a group harassing someone across the street. Uh, that look would probably draw attention to someone who causes trouble. Especially if you do, Wilma, actually cause trouble on the streets. Do I notice this as well? That the Yeah, I mean, it's all pretty... Like, you're in a city. There's enough people around that you can, in 10, 15 minutes, gather this information. Aelin, I think you're going to have to take the lead on this one. That's fine. Okay, so you uh, you look like an android. So... I know. Okay, so don't don't be self-aware. Don't be self-aware. Well, be self-aware, but don't don't act self-aware. Um, okay. No. Uh, I'll try my best. That's actually fair. As an android, you you're more likely to be self-aware. It's not as bad as a robot. You do actually look more like an android than a robot. Okay. Um, All right. The fuck is the difference? An android. Uh, technology. An android is made to look what Sophia? Like a human. Sophia is an android. Okay. 
We're They're made. You're made to look like a person. Where a robot, and, yeah, um, isn't. You are like straight up robot. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so like, like a if, if we look at the claw arms, my that's a robot. images like you know what a robot looks like, but like, like Mega Man here, he's an android, but his, all his armor makes him look more like a robot because he's got like huge right. armor and like a gun hand and stuff. Um, Data from Star Trek is an android. Okay. But word. The Iron Giant is a robot. Even if he's normal sized, would be a robot. So you should walk near us where you can see us, but not with us. Not with you? Not with us. Don't get it. We need to fit Um why don't you, Aelin, make me a streetwise check? Can I do the same or no? Uh no. Assessing the situation. This this would be Is that a negative or do you have streetwise? I don't. Okay. So it's a two. Um, you boned. Yeah, work, go ahead with, with the plan. information. You yeah. Have. yeah. Okay. So Say I think that I think that you should just walk a little bit near us, but not with us. Okay. And then you can either walk with me or with her. It's up to you. Grandma. <laughs> I will walk with Wilma just oh. to make sure that hopefully she doesn't get into any trouble. <laughs> Paranoid grandma. <laughs> I'm looking around. <laughs> You're robotic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine now. I'm fine. Let's, let's just go. Okay. Where do you want to go first, my dear? Um, do the groups of people who look similar to me, are they're very, like, distinct groups? Uh, there are very distinct. I mean, it's very much... Uh, in the middle of a day in a bustling city. So there are clearly distinct groups that even you would not be comfortable going to because they're like, they're on your world. The equivalent would be nobles talking to each other. Even a wealthy businessman wouldn't just go up to a noble, even if they might have the same attire. Um, but there are more friendly looking individuals, ones with more middle grade, mediocre clothing. Um, Judging from your reflection, you're somewhere in the middle. Um, so you might want to find someone who appears approachable or friendly. Yeah. Maybe a shop owner, um, depending on what you're looking to ask or who you talk to. Or... What shops are close by? There's a great number of shops. There's um, There are street vendors with various foodstuffs. Um, there's a magazine and newspaper uh, vendor. There's also one that is selling things like, uh, headphones, um, weird other things that you wouldn't even recognize as yourself, mechanical items, um, like weird chips that look like they plug into stuff. Um, uh, um, I want to walk up to the, uh, the newspaper magazine vendor. Um, I want to look and see if I see anything noteworthy on any of the Covers of any of the newspapers, anything? While she's doing that, we're keeping our distance, but I'm keeping an eye on her, and I'm, like, just scanning the area. I don't say anything at all. Sure. But I'm, um, that's what I'm doing. Is my being short and not looking like a child out of place? You're kind of short, but you're actually a little taller than normal. Yeah, you're not You're not. As um, short and you don't look like a child. Um, yeah. You actually look a little more adult than you normally do. Gnomes usually look pretty young, regardless of age. Um, okay. But you still look young. Got my glasses. Um, yeah. Like, you almost look exactly like you did. 
The biggest change is your armor's not metal anymore. And I'm like, a little tall. You look less cosplay and more like punk club. <laughs> Fucking anime club in high school? No, like like, like neon lights and glow sticks oh, and, God. you know, dumb I'm a step. scene kid now. Yeah. Okay. Unst, unst, unst. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what I'm doing while she's You might even look like you're trying too hard. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> um, but you look most like yourself. Okay. So Charlotte and Aylin both roll me notice checks for your the two things you were trying to do. God, shitty rolls are shitty. Nine. Two. Okay. You don't notice anything weird happening, Charlotte. You know, cool. it's just a busy city. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Nothing significant. Mm-hmm. Um, Paranoid. Crap. On the shelves. Uh, you notice mostly that these aren't, like, they look like newspapers and magazines, but it's mostly an affectation. Uh, you pick one up and begin to, like, thumb through it, and you realize that there's, like, just a couple of thin plastic sheets um, that, as you go to turn the page, it, like, changes the images. Um, almost like just two book covers mm-hmm. and that you go to turn pages, and it Visually does so, but does not actually have pages. Um, and they're all like that. Um, and the newspapers are kind of just slightly larger versions of that. Um, and th- that you can like also swipe them up and down to flip pages. There's nothing that stands out to you about anyone named Percival. Um, nothing weird other than... There, there's nothing that catches your eye as beyond related, and no Percival or Dinah related like images or or names pop out to you. Okay. And there's plenty of weird stuff that you've never encountered, but nothing that you're like, this is a hint, or this is this is a lead. Is there a person who's sitting there selling him like a merchant? Uh, yeah, he's kind of just drinking some coffee and eating okay. a donut. Okay. Um, I want to go up to him and just say, uh, hello. Um, I just have a quick question for you, if you don't mind. Uh, he kind of, like, chokes on his coffee a little bit and, like, like, sure, miss, sure, yeah. What can I do for you? Um, I was wondering if you could point me in the direction of, um, are you aware of a gentleman named, uh, I'm sorry, of an android named Fiber, by any chance? He, um, just kind of slowly lowers his coffee. Like, looks around a little bit. He's like, yeah, but I wouldn't say his name out loud, so... I don't know what you're looking for. Just two blocks down. Neon sign. Bar. It's probably open by now. You'll find fiber there. I didn't send you, though. And then he goes right back to his coffee and donut, like, grabs a newspaper off the rack and starts reading it. Okay. I say, I, I'm i sorry. Uh, thank you. And do it. I... I assume I see you guys. You no, you probably, I mean, no, I don't know if you, if we just keep you in eyesight. You, you're higher up than us, so. Okay. You do your thing and we'll just follow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Heading two blocks down to the bar. Okay. Follow. Follow, follow. All right, make me, um. Who? You. Since you're leading this two-band party. Oh, good. <laughs> Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say make me a tracking okay. roll. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to say you have a plus one Instead because of my there's, a, you, there's a very, she, she looks, she fits in, 
but her wings not ev- there's not a lot of people with wing type devices strapped okay. to their back, so she's pretty easy to follow. Mm-hmm. But if you if you want to stay that far back, yeah, you're gonna have to three. I keep rolling double the same number on each. <laughs> Yahtzee does not count in this game. Yahtzee. Uh, you rolled a natural three though. Yes. So plus one. Four. So that's a success. You man, you almost lose her. Uh, because Wilma gets distracted by uh, by an electronics store, a lot of neon signs, and you pull her off the side, and you catch back up to following Aelin. Aelin, a couple blocks go by, and you notice um, there's neon signs everywhere, um, but you finally notice one that is like very obviously for a bar. And it's for a bar that apparently is located on a sub-level. Like, there's stairs down. There's just, like, just trash on the stairs going down to this bar. This is good. Um, But this this is the first bar you've seen. And it's a neon sign. It's probably it. I'm going in. Okay. Following. Me too. (laughs) Uh, You go into this bar. It is very dimly lit. There's not a lot of people here. Uh, looks like pool tables. Um, you've seen one or two of them in your exploration of the way in in the past couple months, uh, though you're not familiar intimately with them from your home world. But there don't appear to be any like sticks nearby or balls on them, but they're very obviously pool tables. They're all empty right now. There's not a lot of people there. Uh, there is a... Man sitting at the end of the bar, just kind of uh, reading paper, drinking some coffee, and there is a robot behind the bar with four arms, two of which um, are holding a rag and glass, and he just, like, very mechanically cleaning the same glass over and over. Maybe he switches it as it starts to get busier and there's dirty glasses, He's just not stopping. And as soon as you enter, he continues doing it and turns his head to you and he says, Ah, customers, drink! And his other hands, like, hold up stuff. (laughs) Yes, please. So, excellent. What can I get for you? Uh, your best wine. And there's a handful of people that, like, tables and booths. um, I assume it's not going to be more than a dollar. (laughs) We're in a bar that had trash on the way in. (laughs) I just, you never know. <laughs> um, and you see him as you sit at After a bar a stool. Each arm comes up with a different bottle, two red, two white. It's like, choice? Red, please. He <laughs> drops two arms, brings up two extra balls of red, four different reds. Choice? Your choice. You see his, like, eyes go blank for a second. <laughs> they just kind of glaze over. And then he goes, okay. And he drops three of his arms, grabs a wine glass, and pours one of them. And hands it to you. Thank you very much. And then he just goes back to cleaning the glass. You let us know when we come in. I'm not sure sure when that'll happen. uh, The gentleman sitting at the bar drinking coffee, is he Mm -hmm. wearing a long black coat? He is not. Um, But he appears to just... uh, Actually, make me... um, Notice. Make me a notice check. Four. Okay. Um, he appears to be keeping an eye on everything that's going on. Um, <laughs> if you had to guess 
Um, he either works for the bar um, or is heavily involved with whoever owns the bar every now and then. He's maybe really reading the newspaper, but that appears... He's definitely drinking the coffee, but it's mostly just he's sitting there, you know, checks on the robot, gives an eye to all the people, goes back to what he's doing, and every now and then he just glances up and scans the area. Uh, but he's he's not wearing a long black coat or anything. Okay. Um, I'm going to sit one stool away from him. Okay. But near him. Um, and sort of side looking at him. I don't want to call too much attention. Right. Um, I'm going to say, hello. I I was wondering if I could ask you a question. What's your charisma? I'm pretty sure yours is like... Has a, two? Yeah, you have a positive charisma. Chuckles. Sure is an interesting morning. What can I do for you? You look like someone who pays attention to what's going on around here. I would. I own the place. I'm looking not going to cause trouble, are you? Not at all. Good. Um, what can I do for you? I was told to speak with an android wearing a long, dark coat. I was wondering if you had seen it. Takes a long sip of coffee. Like, tilts his head back and to the left. Goes, third booth to the last. I'd bring an Irish coffee with you. And then he... He looks at a watch. He goes, yeah, Irish coffee. Thank you. Um, you didn't talk to me. Okay. Takes another sip of coffee. I'm going to stand up and look at the bartender and get his attention. Mm-hmm. Um, can I get an Irish coffee, please? Absolutely. And he just, like, reaches <laughs> down, like, moves around. And you can see now that he's, my favorite. he's on wheels. <laughs> he's on wheels. Dope. And as he's moving, he's, like, he's grabbing... What he Can needs. Can we take him with us? <laughs> from where it needs to be. Can you just make this and a, a as, real thing in my life? <laughs> as he's moving back towards you, he's making it with his forearms. Oh, and one arm hands it to you, and he immediately begins wheeling back away and putting stuff back where it goes. Choice! And then is cleaning a glass again. Just nonstop. Thank you very much. And at this point, you guys walk in. Before we go in. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I would like to read the second envelope that has the other information in it. <laughs> Scandal. Um, just I'm like before you shoulder. officially decide to do that, it is sealed. If you open it, it will be recognizably have been opened. Oh, wait. If so this, oh, so the, this is, I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you were saying earlier. So this is like a... An envelope specifically for him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. God, I'm sorry. I misunderstood that entirely. It, it essentially... Back it up. It's a secondary envelope that contains I thought it was like, open this if you need to, meaning us. No. I'm sorry. No, it's, yeah. it's like a bargaining chip. I can't... You're I can't welcome play to today. open it. <laughs> no, I don't see want to. <laughs> what they're willing to share with Fiber in exchange for his help. Um, but it, it will be <sighs> probably be known that Can't we reseal it? it? I'm not gonna do it. I'm. It's fine. I'm not gonna okay. do it. So, so you enter um, the trash yeah, bar. Enter, enter, enter the, the trash bar. bar. Uh, so I know you have the letter, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to walk up to you, but not making eye contact. Just pretend that I'm standing there for whatever other reason. Uh, well, before you decide to do that, they're yeah. just entering the bar, yeah, and, you and went you're over like camera. turning away with your, your wine Irish and Irish coffee. Yeah. Uh, so if you like want to walk up to her, you're gonna have to like walk back towards the front door and then to the back of the bar? Um, I'm just going to stand facing the front door then and kind of signal to her. 
Just give her a nod as you yeah, go. Yeah, just be like, okay. come, to like, come here. <laughs> uh, so, Wilma and Charlotte <sighs> yep. enter the trash bar. Um, it's now. It's okay. And you can see a man drinking coffee at the end of the bar. Right near him. Him? <laughs> right near him. him? Uh, right near him is Aelin. Uh She has a wine glass in one hand with red wine and a small, like, coffee cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the other, and she kind of just like nods, "Come here to you." I do it. Um, and as you start kind of, to take your first step towards her, Uh-oh. the robot behind the bar goes, "Welcome. What can I get for you?" Um, and he begins to like just hold up random things and put them down. I say that one. I keep going forward <laughs> in my Android state. <laughs> yeah, I keep going forward and just say, "No, thank you." Okay. I go up to the bar. Get a girl. Cool. Um, you go up to the bar, and he pushes a glass, like a small, like, um, rocks glass with ice in it, and it's got this brown uh, liquid that kind of has, like, an oily sheen at the top. Can I go over to the man drinking coffee and go, so what am I drinking? We're going to come back to that <laughs> when my subconscious has come up with an answer to that question. As I get up to her, because I know that I look like an android, I just miss. That's all I say to you. The letter, please. I just hand it over. Um, and I say, credit card. Need it. Uh, you all have one. Yeah, oh, yeah, one. yeah. There's, okay. there, there were three in the thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I hand you mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, miss. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> um, okay, and then I thank you and just continue as if nothing happened. Miss, where would you like me? At the bar with her and watch her. <laughs> Understood. I just go over to the bar and <laughs> stand behind you awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, you asked the man drink coffee. Like, very exuberantly. What am I drinking? He just turns to you and scowls, pushes his coffee cup forward, and the robot comes over, refills it, and he goes, You're drinking the strongest drink we have. <laughs> oh boy! I drink some. Do I die? Make me a vigor roll. Oh my god, why do I die? <laughs> do I die? Die, right? You're old to five. You don't die. Thank God. Uh, you are very warm inside. Um, you have... Uh, this is as strong as some of the strange um, cocktails that some of your um, more experimental students have created. Mm. And you haven't tasted since before you were a teacher. Can I put some in one of my flasks for later? Uh, it was like a uh, shot glass. Yeah, you have right? like a rocks glass. You can't really pour it into a flask. You you could ask oh, sorry. to fill the flask. That's okay. You do know it would cost a lot to fill a flask from the bar, though. I ask the man drinking coffee. So, what are you drinking? He just turns to you and says, "Coffee. It's early, and I'm working." And he turns back to his paper. All right, and I just turn back to robot and just. Says, enjoying it? Very much. Good. More? No. Coffee? Okay. <laughs> and he pours you some coffee. Trying real hard. <laughs> Not to freak out. <laughs> uh, in that case, make me a um, 
just like watching everything, making just sure make she's not gonna roll. like the exuberance of the bartender. Yeah. I can't. It's amazing. I I need I need cleaning a glass whenever he's not yeah. doing something else. It's so funny. Seven. You maintain composure. I just I'm trying to be an android right now. I'm worried about Wilma, but it's fine. She's an adult. <laughs> Finger quotes. Uh, you go by a couple of shitty looking characters. Some of them just look hungover as hell, drinking coffee. You make it to the third to last booth, and you see there a um, looks to be a man in a long uh, black coat, uh, very simple like. Slightly dark blue shirt. And he's just kind of sitting there and he's got like this little pad of some kind. And you see it just you would recognize that someone's going through like a an iPad, like flipping through Facebook or something. Um but he's just waving his fingers over it. He looks like he's reading occasionally. Flipping the pages, maybe he's reading a magazine or a book or something, you don't know. But he's just like going through, completely ignores you. Excuse me. She keeps going. I sit down and put the drink in front of him. He pauses. He looks over his pad at the drink, takes it, sips, put it down, flips one more time. I appreciate someone who knows how to start a business conversation. Name's Fiber. What can I do for you? I'm looking for information. Of course you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't have come to me. Well, I don't know you, do I? You knew enough to get me a drink. It's about it. What kind of information are you looking for? I need information about Percival Fletcher and Dynamo Gamma 2. Uh, make me a notice check. That's a four. That is a four. Did that explode? Oh, JK. If you were, yeah, you rolled the highest, so. Seven. Uh, Thank seven? You. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, you notice that his expression, <clears throat> um, like catches for a moment when you say that those names he goes and then he catches himself and he goes i might have some information on those two folk if you are willing to trade for it of course nothing comes free of course not and i slowly take the envelope out of my bag and i put it on the table but i don't give it to him you see him look down and it goes just like the two of them very Interesting information in these envelopes. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to trade some information with that, but I'm guessing you need a little more. Or you might. Sure, you can pay as well, yes? Money does get me some things. Perhaps. It depends on the information that you provide me with. Agreed. Would you prefer to pay in... Kind of eyeballs the envelope a little bit. Information first? Or money. The drink bought you this conversation, of course. Of course. What information are you able to provide me with? Is it relevant enough if I just give you this envelope? Oh, it's relevant, I'm sure. But no freebies. I pass the envelope to him. Uh, He just takes it, sips his coffee, opens it, takes it out, begins. You notice there's like maybe five or six pieces of parchment with writing on it. You can't see through the parchment or anything. Um, it begins scanning, and you see his eyes just darting back and forth. Like, one, maybe two seconds pass, he flips the next page. He goes through all of it. He goes, you've brought information, perhaps more. Your friend Percival and Dinah, they were here. Oh, 
geez, three, four, I don't know, four or five weeks ago. Calendars aren't my thing, just the information. It's been a few weeks, but they came in looking for a way into the easy. I told them they were crazy, but they had an envelope like yours. So I helped them out. I know someone in the perimeter runs one of the decon chambers. Not many people going into out. Little money exchanges hands. They got into the EZ. I don't know what they were doing. They asked a few questions about the worm and the virus. Hey, I made a little money. Gave him some information. I got him in there. Haven't heard from him since. You looking to get in there? Perhaps. I could get you in there. Can't get you out. It's a couple more pages, maybe. But I could get you in there for what you got. So you said you haven't seen them. Have you heard of them since? No. No word tell of them. My assumption would be they haven't come out yet. Or something unimportant happened to them. I deal with worthwhile pieces of information, tend to forget the rest. How long ago was it that there was word? 30 days. That she sent word to Farside. So they've been MIA for 20 to 30 days. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. What more information would you be able to get me if I paid you? <sighs> Any information I have, if the price is right, what information are you looking for? I can only give you what I have. I haven't heard of them, haven't seen them since. They just wanted in. That is a connection I have. Information extends to connections, and I have that connection. The connection is to an individual? Yeah. He runs shifts in one of the decon chambers, gets you through the the field into the EZ. I don't know why anyone would have gone to go in there, but requires some paperwork. I can get you in there without the paperwork. Guards don't get paid a lot. You know how it is. Do you know the name of any other individual that might have other information about them? Like any other guards? Or what do... General information. I'm hoping that they've gotten out of the easy. I mean, I could probably ask around, but it might take a few days, a week. But after so long, I mean, I probably would have heard of it if it meant anything. And if you're looking for them, chances aren't likely. They're alive. They're still in there. Okay. But they're for, probably replicants now. For now, I will need for you to get me and two of my friends into the easy. Three of you? Yes. Goes with the papers again. Goes, I can set it up, but that's it. Not without more payment. Doesn't sound like you want much else, though. If we did, would I have to locate you somewhere else, or will you be here if I need more information? I can usually be found here. And if I come back with money, would you also like another drink? Drink's the best way to start a conversation. Don't you agree? I do. Should I set it up? Yes. Kind of just goes to his pad. He goes, tonight, 9 o'clock. Just like the others. You don't have one of these. This is going to cost you. And he slides over, um, like... Essentially, it looks like an iPhone, um, but on it is a map. And he kind of just does, he slides that over to you, and then he's doing something on his pad, and he kind of just swipes in the direction of that, and you can see it start doing some calculation. He goes, go there. Talk to George. George will let you through. Nine o'clock. If I see you again, then good business.
If I don't, sorry you died. Good luck. Did I think he wanted me to take the device with me? Okay. Uh, you see him as he begins to, like, ignore you pointedly. Does a couple more things. And you all hear, like, this little ding. And uh, the guy at the end of the bar kind of reaches into a pocket and pulls out his own little device. And he goes, taps on it. He goes, looks at the robot and he goes, add this to their tab. And, like, swipes on his device. Just goes back to his coffee. Okay. <clears throat> so at this point, you recognize that the bar, the the bar owner, realizes that the three of you are together in some capacity, and you all have one tab. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna walk up to the bartender and another drink. No, thank you. Just payment, and I put my card on the table. Excellent. Just down, grab the card, and like does his thing. Receipt. Thank you. Hands you like this small piece of parchment with like numbers printed out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, goes back to washing his glass. Perfect. Um, You're feeling quite the strong buzz now, Wilma. Also, can't You're not it. drunk, but like, you're like, I'm glad I don't do this on the regular anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma? It's like the first time you've like, I don't know, whatever your drink of choice was in college. Some people it's vodka, some people it's tequila, like, and you're just like, pound it. You have flashbacks to like, super drunk. You haven't had enough to be drunk, but you're like, last time I had this, I was on another planet. <laughs> Grandma? Yes? I might need you to hold my hand. <laughs> Do you need help getting up? Yeah, I think I might fall off the stool. I move forward like a big uh, red oh. I mean, she's not gonna. That's fine. She sounds I, I more paranoid than she's acting. Like, she's fine. She's just insecure. That's okay. I get her off the stool. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, do you want to just change your habit hindrance to insecure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Grandma. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> habit grandma. <laughs> right. um, I want to attempt to collect my comrades. What time of day is it? Easily enough. It's hard to tell. Then you, uh, you remember a piece of your training and you look. You're like, oh, I really hope. And you like hit the GPS a couple times and you start to like figure and so it like, does something you don't want it to do and you're like <laughs> and then you get back and there's there's a clock in one corner you're like mm. <laughs> you have to think about it for a minute because like you don't keep time quite the same way time. but it's close like it's early afternoon I'm going to collect them and leave the bar okay and then we can you guys now have a GPS to decon Entry point to the EZ and a contact that will get you in there tonight at 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock. 9, Nine o'clock, sorry. Like George. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Agents of Farsight. Wandering Alchemist here to let you know that you can contact us at any time by heading over to www.thewanderingalchemist.com. You can also tweet at us at 42nd underscore alchemist or at 
agents underscore farsight. Any comments and questions are appreciated and we'd love to hear from you. If you've enjoyed our show, please go ahead and go to iTunes or Google Play and leave us a review. If you want to support us and find out about the mechanics I developed for this campaign, think about going over to patreon.com, searching for The Wandering Alchemist, and becoming a patron. There, you have access to a PDF that describes the mechanics that we are using. For those of you that have stuck around to hear about the giveaway, I have good news for you. I'm going to be giving away one Savage Worlds rulebook, one deck of cards, a set of six-sided dice to act as wildcard die, and four sets of normal dice. That's enough for you to get started in a Savage Worlds campaign with one GM and three players. The only other thing you'll need is more dice for more players. If you want to enter into that giveaway, you're going to have to stick around for one more week. Next week, the giveaway will begin and it will last one month. By then, we'll be approaching the culmination of Chapter 1 and you will finally have a chance to win this package. So, keep listening to us and stay tuned next week with a link in the show notes leading you to how you can enter the giveaway. Until then, we will see you next time on Agents of Farsight.